How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's 9 3. Time to stop blindly paying those increasing, increasing auto and home insurance premiums. Contact the Buell Insurance Agency in Gibsonia and see what they can do for you. Dickerson, Bostic, Bechtold. For this last hour of the Fan Up Morning Show, Pat, Mike Vrabel, Bill Belichick, Jim Harbaugh, out of those three coaches, now I I know who I'm going to pick, and obviously I will say that after you answer, but out of those three coaches, who do you think will have the instant success as they become head coaches in the NFL again? They've obviously both part all three, well, both of them, Vrabel and Belichick, parted ways with the Titans and the Patriots, and Jim Harbaugh just won the national championship with Michigan, and he probably will take a job in the NFL. Out of those three guys, who will have the instant success? Whoever gets the Charger job. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Quarterback. I think Jim Harbaugh. I think Jim Harbaugh gets the Charger job being reported that he's having a second interview. I think he takes the Charger job. I think – Justin Herbert is has the talent when healthy to be everything that we see in in Allen and and CJ Stroud and and some of the young quarterbacks in the NFL. I I think that job and I think because I think Harbaugh gets that job, it's Harbaugh. I, I'm in total agreement with you. I think Jim Harbaugh is one of those guys. And I asked you this question earlier: if you could pick one side, uh, developing a quarterback or a big time schemer, I think Harbaugh brings both of that. No to doubt. The table. He brings 100%. both of that. And you know what? It, like, you know, in reality, Justin Herbert, you know, he's paid a lot of money. He's a he's a great talent, but he just, you know, it, they, they haven't had success uh, in L.A. And Harbaugh can probably tap into something differently than a Staley could, than an Anthony Lynn could, um, his previous coaches that he's had. And he's had the carousel of coaches. Uh, if he has some stability and he has a guy like Harbaugh, I think that that makes them almost an instant uh, contender in the playoffs. I really do. If he's the coach, which I anticipate now that he has a second interview with the Chargers, it seems like Bill Belichick is going to go to Atlanta, and then you still have Vrabel out there. But I, I think that makes him instant uh, on, the, on the sheet of paper of, okay, like Harbaugh, Herbert, they could do something with that. Well, and they're, he's, they're definitely, although it didn't bear out this year, I mean, they, they vault into the second spot in the AFC West. In terms of quarterback – kind of hierarchy it's Mahomes and Herbert and then it's everybody else I mean I, I, Russell Wilson came on a little bit but you know it, it's it, it he's he's probably out of there in Denver and you're you're looking at drafting someone or or and so forth so I, I think it's plug and play and I think Harbaugh gets that job 
Seattle has a, a vacancy spot. And, and, you know, thinking about Vrabel, I mean, he brings a lot to the table. I can't believe that the Titans hired uh, – uh, who did they just hire? I forget. Was it Waldron? No, no, no. no, 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 no it was uh, Callahan. Callahan. Brian Callahan from, uh, Cincinnati. from Cincinnati. Like, you, you part ways with Vrabel to hire Brian Callahan. Not, I'm not slighting them. Vrabel any. makes a ton of sense in Seattle. Ton of sense. Ton of sense. In, you know, it's almost like, you know, he's got the same – a little bit more – a little bit more fire and probably anger than than a Pete Carroll, but that type of mentality. He's won. They've got a lot of pieces in Seattle. It's a it's a fervent fan base. Mm-hmm. Seems like Belichick's going to Atlanta. Yeah, based on what you read, I can't believe that though. I mean, if if you're Bill Belichick, you would think he has his pick of the litter, right? Apparently not. Right. And I don't. I understand that actually because, I mean, the last few years have been bad in New England. Bad. If you have a quarterback, you know, how do you feel about a Bill Belichick coming in and b who's going to come and work for him? I mean, that's an excellent point, and I saw somebody bring this up the other day about the same exact thing that you said that you would think that Belichick would have his pick of the litter and would have a lot of opportunities, but it just hasn't transpired that way. I think the reason why, and one of the other re- main reasons why, is because he has so many parameters on what he wants. He's asking probably for the whole gamut, and I don't think teams are willing to give him the whole gamut. He he wants to be in full control. He wants to have the most say in the draft. He wants to have the most say in free agency. He wants to be the GM. He wants to be the president, and he wants to be the head coach. And if you're an owner out there, do you are you really in a position kind of leading into what you just said? Are you really – in a position that you think that Bill Belichick needs all that power after seeing what has transpired after Tom Brady left. I, I, and I think that that's kind of the case. Like he is basically negotiating on his end instead of the owner negotiating on their end. Like he's making the terms, not the owner. Well, the, the terms, I mean, it, it, it it's a package deal, right? It, it's, it's not, it's not a la carte. You don't get Bill Belichick, the coach and not Bill Belichick, the, the GM, the, the president, the director of operations, everything. Um, you know, Tiger doesn't change his stripes at that, at that age. Um, you know, and I think, let's face it, right. You're seeing a lot of younger head coaches get hired and I, I don't think Bill Belichick in the, the twilight of his career is as attractive. If he was coming off of two Super Bowls yeah. and there was a, Hey, let's part ways. It's time for a fresh start, which would probably never happen in New England, maybe a little bit different, but you're coming off the heels of couple really bad years post Brady you're in the twilight of your career you said that and but you still want to have every ounce of power you had before it's uh it, apparently it's it's got blanks attention mm-hmm. uh, and then there's two teams out there that kind of stayed in house and went with former players uh obviously Antonio Pierce for Las Vegas uh obviously didn't play for the Raiders but he uh, played for the Giants, won a Super Bowl. He was in-house. He was interim head coach. Everybody po- pounded the table to keep him. I mean, Max Crosby was going to demand a trade. Going to demand a trade. And then, you know, the Patriots stayed with uh, Gerard Mayo. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've seen that in a long time. And it just seems like more and more, you know, I, I always follow the trends in the NFL. And, you know, whether it's the coaching tree trends, whether it's the young, hot offensive coordinator, whether it's, uh, you know, whatever trend that, you know, you, you find, I feel like the trend now is almost, can we find the next Dan Campbell? Can we find the next Dan Campbell? Like, who's out there? Okay, Dan Campbell was a, was a a former tight ends coach and was a former player. 
No, he's really got that really a tight-knit group, and they figured out ways to win, and they don't have superstars on D'Amico their team. D'Amico Ryans. D'Amico Ryans. Um, you know, obviously Gerard Mayo, Antonio Pierce. It seems like that might be the next trend uh, during this cycle, and obviously Vrabel's going to get a head coaching job somewhere too. Yeah, I, there are these different pockets, and uh, you almost like you have to pick your template for the kind of coach you you, you want. And um, I, I think every 10 years or so, there tends to be a recycle of – you know, what's in, in vogue, you know, right now I would still say it's the Shanahan, you know, McVeigh tree, but I could see the emergence of the former player, particularly because there's so many of them coaching now. I mean, we, we talked about it with the receiver coaches for the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Antoine randall L's coaching. Steve Smith was coaching. Uh, Reggie Wayne's coaching in Indianapolis. You've got Wes Welker coaching. You've got all these guys coaching – that were high-level players that have moxie, they've got presence, they've won, and it really is about the collective when it comes to a staff. But if you can put a, a, a Dan Campbell with – I mean, I don't even know what his expertise is. Right. I don't – yeah, I don't. I don't even know what his expertise Wait, was is. Was he a tight end? I, I can't. Yeah, he's a tight end. <laughs> uh, obviously, he's coached the NFL for a, yeah. a period of time, so it's not like he just came off the street. But you bring in a Ben Johnson, you, you you have Glenn on defense. Like he's pieced it together. He's lockstep with the GM, and all of a sudden the sum is greater than the individual parts. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have a leader, and that's what I I I could. I'm with you. I'm with you, man. I, I see that. Yeah, I mean, it's sometimes you just don't have to overthink it, and you know, and we talked about this last week. You know, whenever you have a message, um, and it's it's a message to professional football players um that message can get stale if you don't win and i never forget and you probably never forget either the first time dan campbell got interviewed when we got hired for the job talking about biting kneecaps and doing that stuff and i'm like i i kind of close my eyes i'm like i see myself playing for a guy like that and i'm like hell no this is what really? I said. I said, hell no. I'm like, I, I you know, I don't want to hear that. Like, I'm not, I'm not about like biting knees and doing, you know, extravagant stuff. If we win, I'm trying to win football games. And is that going to get professional players to want to win and, and put, give all their effort they right. can to win. But that message is good if you do win. And I, I stand corrected on Dan Campbell and what I said about, about, you know, what, two years ago. And, you know, obviously they bought in, they bought into what he's saying. They, they bought into it. And it, you you got to be careful not to evaluate somebody or an organization based solely on how they operate when they're winning because you really find out about them when they lose. Mm-hmm. But, I, I mean, I, I've gotten, like, sucked into watching, like, their post-game locker room stuff. And, man, like, you contrast it to the Steelers and listen to these guys talk about no one else wanted me I wanted to be here. You believed in me. I mean, the dude that had to pick at the end of the yep. game. I mean, they got the game ball. Like, they just seem so together. Mm-hmm. So together. And I know that's cliche. I know you roll your eyes at it. But, man, like, contrast that to all the nonsense we heard coming from the Steelers locker room the last three weeks. And, that's and they're why, winning. And, and that's why they are where they and are. That's, and that's where they are where they are. are. And, again, would that be Detroit if they were, if they were you know, 10-7? and seven? And and just got eliminated from the playoffs. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. But it speaks to Dan Campbell's leadership. It speaks to how that organization has set standards. And I, I'm not talking about like win a Super Bowl. I'm talking about like how you play. Yeah. How you operate. You're gonna be gritty. 
This is Detroit. Mm-hmm. I love that man, and they have a they have a profile. They're gonna they're gonna take certain guys. That's how Belichick built it in New England. Yep. I mean, Randy Moss was the outlier, but he He's, fell in line. But he fell in line, yeah. man. Yeah. They had it, and, and you know that's it's a lost art. It's a lost art in football today because typically we see the best quarterback win the Super Bowl, but we're seeing now with San Francisco, even though they have elite talent, we're seeing it with Detroit. You're going to start seeing it elsewhere in the National Football League where culture can win. And I I give Detroit a hell of a lot more than a puncher's chance in Santa Clara this weekend. There's no doubt about that. I mean, that. And, it, and, it, and it's not because of one guy. It's because of the whole group. And you know what? And, another, and the thing that, you know, he got everybody to buy in in that facility, and he also got the city to buy in. And that's a tough thing to do, and especially in a city that hasn't won – football-wise, in a long time. So good on them, good on Dan Campbell, and I hope to see them in the Super Bowl. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia and Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. Coming up next, um, it, it's just funny to see people's comments and how they could just pull things from just certain situations. The whole Zach Robinson requesting of the Steelers being to be interviewed for their offensive coordinator spot and how people are linking that to something else is just fascinating and funny to me. We'll talk about that next, but first, a Bechtold headline. The MLB Class of 2024 Hall of Fame ballot will be unveiled later on today at 6 o'clock. Is Roldis Chapman potentially a future Hall of Fame reliever? The Pirates signed him to a one-year contract worth $10.5 million yesterday, according to multiple reports. Penn's loss to the Arizona Coyotes 5-2, including Penn scoring on their own net. Now two losses in a row. Penn's will play Florida back at home, PPG Paints Arena, 7 o'clock on Friday. Pitt basketball tonight against Georgia Tech at 7. Our coverage on the fan begins at 6.30. For more, go to 937thefan.com. Right now, here's Doran. Whoever wins the big game in February gets a guaranteed ring. You know who else has a guaranteed ring? Noah Gabriel and Company Jewelers. If your fiancé doesn't love her engagement ring from Noah Gabriel, exchange the ring for one she loves up to an entire year after purchase. I guarantee that you'll have a great experience at Noah Gabriel and Company Jewelers. For that perfect engagement ring, visit Noah Gabriel and Company Jewelers in Wexford, or Ross Park Mall, or visit them online at noahgabrielco.com. Fan Tax Line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Guys, I, I was laughing last night after it was announced that the Steelers requested to interview past game coordinator Zach Robinson of the L.A. Rams We've talked about him a portion of the show today, but people are trying to make the connection that Zach Robinson played for Oklahoma State, and then that means if they hire him that Mason Rudolph will be the starting quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I love that people reach these lengths and try to reach these lengths of trying to connect the dots. Whenever a case like this, you think that the Steelers are thinking, that we need to hire Zach Robinson, a guy that was a quarterback before Mason Rudolph, that's a pass game coordinator of the Rams, will come in and help Mason be the starting quarterback of the Steelers. It's funny to me. It's hilarious to me. Bit of a reach. Bit of a reach in terms of uh, trying to connect the dots. By that same logic, Kenny Pickett just started safety for Terrell Austin, <laughs> the defensive coordinator. Right. So He was working with Matt Canada, the pick guy. Yeah, Matt Canada was also at Indiana, NC State. Exactly. What type of connection is there? Or like, why? 
Because he played because he's a quarterback at Oklahoma State. I'm not gonna lie. When I read his bio, I didn't think like, oh, they he must know Mason. I, I thought that, like it did come through my mind, but I didn't say like, oh, they're bringing him in to, you know, they're gonna be locking arms him and him and old Mason, <laughs> former Cowboy QBs. I didn't I didn't go that far with it. I didn't go that far with it. But oh. I think people right now want Mason to come back mm-hmm. and be the starter. So this is this is like reinforcing that to them. Like mm-hmm. This this is uh this is contrived to to make them like, "Oh, that means Mason's going to be back." Any reason? With that being said, uh, uh, truthfully, should the Steelers and will the Steelers hire a pass game coordinator? Um, they've never really had one, I don't think. They usually have an offensive coordinator and they have the position coaches, but should they hire a pass game coordinator and a run game coordinator? I do believe Munchak was a run game coordinator whenever he was here, but I don't know if they've ever had a pass game coordinator. Should they hire a quarterback coach, assistant quarterback coach, and a pass game coordinator during this these rounds of interviews, seeing how obviously that's how the LA Rams uh, kind of structured their offense. I think it depends on who the hire is and how they're accustomed to doing to, to dividing up the work and, and the division of labor. I mean, in my experience and being around football, those titles get get added uh, because in for one of two reasons. One there actually is a prescribed set of duties and responsibilities for that position that are integral to building a game plan, um, whether it be run or pass, uh, de- depending on the title. The other is it's it, it's an added resume boost and reason to pay a guy more. Pay a guy more, right, right. So it's one of the two, sometimes both. Um, but you've seen a lot of places do it consistently. I think – if I, I I don't have the empirical data to back it up, but I would say that eight times out of ten, you see pass game coordinators and run game coordinators at franchises who the head coach calls the place. Mm-hmm. And the offensive coordinator is – I could be wrong on that. The offensive coordinator is in name only. And, like, the pass game coordinator probably is the one doing the dirty work that the head coach and the offensive coordinator don't want to do. Right, right. Now, again, Bobby Slowick at Houston, I think Gerard Johnson's a pass game coordinator. Um, okay, so that's a little bit different. Domingo Ryans is, is not calling offensive plays mm-hmm. per se. Um, but again, it's one of those two reasons why you do that. So to, to say the Steelers should do it, I think it depends on one, who the, who the coordinator is, and two, who are they trying to get to be the quarterback coach, receiver coach? Do they, do they want to add a tight – do they need to get an Antoine Randall L – from Detroit, do they have to give him that title to be the receiver's coach and pass game coordinator in order to get him to Pittsburgh, where he might be coming off of a Super Bowl trip in Detroit, mm-hmm. and Dan Campbell's going to want to pay him. Mm-hmm. So that would be that would be where I see that really making sense. Now it, it it'd be it's a little bit different, but did you see you know having because you had Matt Cavanaugh and you had uh, Frank Signetti as your offense coordinator, but they also served as their quarterback as the quarterback coach. Yeah, did you see that as helpful? for like the actual quarterback things that you needed to work on? Like, or were they more involved in just like game planning and offensive structure and, you know, in, in, in putting that together that you could have probably, it could have been useful for you to have somebody else as the quarterback coach. We kind of did. And that's where, um, 
but it's so unofficial in college. I mean, you see bigger SEC programs with with fifty some odd staff members, but you know, I I I spent at least the last three years of my career with some combination of Scott Turner, Rod Rutherford, and Luke Getze as offensive GAs, mm-hmm. which were effectively quarterback coaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Matt, uh, you know, and, and Frank would, you know, be discussing game plan stuff, do some drill work, but the primary quarterback-driven stuff, separate meetings, drill work, separate throwing sessions um, within the rules, obviously, were orchestrated by that the GA. The, the the quarterback coach. I I think that's prudent in the NFL. I think the coordinators, the scheme, the time you have with the players is so much more in depth in the NFL. I mean, you only get a few hours a day with college players. They got class. They got other things they got to do. There's rules prescribed to their time in the building um, in terms of mandatory time. In the pros, I mean, those guys are there from 8 a.m. till 5. Mm-hmm. You know, they're there all day. They eat there. You know, they take a nap there. They practice. They lift. They do. They they watch film. They meet. Um, so the strains on the coordinator are, are more significant from that standpoint. So I think having a coordinator that is quarterback friendly and a mouthpiece for them as a quarterback coach that could also be a little bit of good cop, bad cop is a good thing. It's funny because a situation like this and Zach Robinson's the first of probably many, uh, to get interviewed for the offensive coordinator job for the Pittsburgh Steelers. But everybody's excited because it's like, oh, the Steelers are doing something right now. You know, oh, my gosh, the Steelers, uh, this is the first domino to fall for their offensive right. coordinator. Um, there's a reason why people are, are so excited about this situation right now. And it has a lot to do with a bigger picture, uh, I believe. And we'll talk about that next. But first, a Becky headline. Albert Breer reporting yesterday the Steelers requested an interview with Rams pass game coordinator Zach Robinson for their offensive coordinator opening. The Raiders also interested in him, and they plan to interview former Bears offensive coordinator Luke Getze for their offensive coordinator job this week, according to Tom Pelissero. Headlines, Proba Bowser and Genesis Monroeville. Now open for more, go to 937thefan.com. And now, here's Doran. Whether you want a new Chevy Equinox, Chevy Trax, or even a brand new Chevy Silverado, Century 3 Chevy will make all your dreams come true. In addition to their wide selection of new vehicles, they also have a wide variety of certified pre-owned Chevrolet models. I talk about it all the time. They have the best customer service, and you know the jingle. Century 3, Chevrolet, Lebanon Church Road, Pittsburgh. Check them out today. Make sure you tell them Doran sent you, or go to their website, century3chevy.com. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Fan Morning Show brought to you by Armstrong Comfort with Matt Mertz. Plumbing, Pat, you know, obviously the Zach Robinson news broke yesterday that uh, the Steelers are requesting, and people are real excited. It's like, okay, the Steelers are starting to get this trend going, uh, hopefully in the right direction. And, you know, this was a move um, for requesting Zach Robinson that I think people were yearning for. And it's like a young up-and-comer, a guy of uh, the McVay tree. You know, everybody wants that, right? Um the Penguins, the way they lost last night, it kind of you know took the air out of a lot of the people watching, uh, a lot of Penguins fans. And the way they lost the other night did as well, blowing a lead. And what's been transpiring this season? What's really transpired of the Steelers season? It feels like the city right now is in the desert, and they're seeing mirages, and they're dehydrated, they're tired, they're, they're hot. Sounds awful. And they need water. Uh, I feel like everybody's really desperate right now for for a winner. And in seeing this all transpire and develop, I feel like people are really hoping for the first time in a long time that the Pirates are decent. And it's crazy that I even uttered those words. I think people need, people of the city of Pittsburgh need the Pirates to be decent because they haven't had the two big teams, the Penguins and the Steelers, have seasons like they had, and know that it possibly isn't going to get great anytime soon. And I think people really, really are looking forward to this Pirate season, and that's why every move that they make, people are have, have comments and have thoughts about it because they're hoping that things transpire in them winning games and knowing that they were eight spots out of uh, a wild card last year. They feel like they're close, and they need that this year. Uh, to survive, they're real. We're real desperate right now in the city for a winner. Not to mention the last five days have been like eight degrees. That too. So you're looking forward to this. So I, I would, I would uh, raise your desert analogy to your. You're stuck in like outside in the cold and it's eight degrees and you only have like one layer on, yeah. and you just want the spring to come, and um, the spring brings baseball, and it's a perfect time to turn the page. We're kind of in that weird part of the hockey season where you kind of know what you got. Mm-hmm. But you're hoping it's not the case. And we heard Tyler Kennedy talk earlier about, is this just bad hockey right now, or is this just who they are? Interesting tweet. You know the Steelers, Pens, or Pirates haven't won a playoff game since 2018? That's just insane. The big three? That's insane. In Pittsburgh? I mean, you're right. I mean, it's pent up. It, It is a thirst for winning. We haven't dealt with this in a, a long time. And, you know, you, you can anticipate it coming because everything has an end to it. And, you know, obviously Ben Roethlisberger, uh, you know, he was a, a portion of that domino falling. And then now you're seeing in front of your eyes, Sidney Crosby still playing at a high level, but them not winning. And I think that that's just like, it just messes with your mind because you know that there's going to come a time where 
his career is going to end, and this is all going to look different, and you can almost anticipate it. So you're hoping that a young pirate team can figure it out, and that's why people are like, okay, like a role to Chapman, but we need starting pitching. We need this. We need that. You know yeah. that you need that because we need a winner here. The burden shifts. <laughs> yeah. The burden is getting passed from yeah. the fall to the winter to to then the spring. And that's, that's I mean, one of the voids that Pitt basketball filled last year in, in, in this portion of the year was – Making that tournament run, it was a winter. The peep became live again. Yep. You know, the Penguins were still kind of meddling. And, and then you look at the, the Pirates, you know, people didn't have a lot of hope. There was new, new, owner, new management from the standpoint of, of GM and so forth. But you're right. I mean, I hope they make moves. I do too. I hope they make moves and shake it up because you know they like to make money. Mm-hmm. And – they have a chance to to seize momentum, and we talk about it at Pitt all the time. I mean, you have to pick your spots and know when it's your time to to really grab a hold of it. And Pitt basketball did that in the early 2000s for a 15 year period of time. Um, the Pirates have a chance right now with the other two franchises kind of in transit, different levels, a different type of transition mode to to grab a hold of this town and pack that place. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know they do it time and here and there, but you start winning. We all know it's a great ballpark. Oh, yeah. You put some young talent out there, sprinkle in some veteran leadership, go win some games, hang on to them, prove people wrong. No time like the present. Roll the dice, man. Roll it. Yep. You you, you have to take advantage of this time, I think, if you're the Pirates, uh, you know, uh, PR-wise, perception-wise, because you do have the, the teams that have ruled this city for years and years and years and um, really decades uh, that are down for the first time in a long time. So if you're the Pirates, this is the time to take advantage of being the top dog. And um, it's just crazy to, to, to think that this is where we're at in the city of Pittsburgh because we're not used to it. And it is what it is, but not used to it. And you hope that the Pirates can figure something out. Fan Morning Show kickoff brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Reserve your consultation today at awaken180weightloss.com. Coming up next, we wrap up the show. But first, a back to the headline. Penguins lost to the Coyotes 5-2 yesterday. It was not a good game on the road for the Pens. Tristan Jari with 22 saves on 26 opportunities. Lars Eller, Sidney Crosby, the goal scorers. Evgeny Malkin scored on his own goal on a pass from Chris Letang as well. Pens are back in action on Friday against the Florida Panthers at 7. Pitt basketball tonight at 7 o'clock on the road against Georgia Tech. St. Bonaventure is at Duquesne. Pitt basketball can be heard beginning at 6.30 with our Panthers preview leading up to the tip-off at 7 right here on The Fan and on your Odyssey app. Headlines of Papa Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville now open. For more, go to 93.7thefan.com. 50-minute mark on The Fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge Route 19 in Peters Township, celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. Pat Bostic, Thorne Dickerson, Austin Bechtold, about four more minutes. Pat, did you see Joel Embiid? Who did I see Joel Embiid? 70 points, 15 rebounds, only – Two other players in NBA history to do that. He obviously set the the point single game point uh, record for the 76ers. Alongside that, going on at the same time, Carl Anthony Towns had 62 points last night, and this all happened yesterday, which was the anniversary of Kobe Bryant's the 18th anniversary of Kobe Bryant's 81 point game. That was unbelievable. And Austin pointed this out, and obviously, if you know those two players, you know that these are what these guys are. Two bigs doing that. Yeah. Two, two two centers doing that. That was very impressive. Well, you said Joel Embiid only had one three. One three. Wow. Yeah, out of all that. So he I, didn't miss. I watched I the mean, whole game. He's he's so talented for a man that size. And you see the difference be- between him and Webiyama. 
Yeah. It's not even close. Oh, not even close. I mean, he's got – hit the weights, man. I mean – and Webiyama had, what, 26? He had 26. And that game was close, too. Yeah, they only beat him by 10. So, listen, follow the NBA. I mean, the Sixers are an interesting story. Obviously, Nick Nurse, the head coach, and they move on from, from Doc Rivers. You know, you talk about Josh Allen not winning a championship. How about Joel Embiid? Yeah, it's time. It's time. I mean, yep. this is the year. You got Maxi. You've got, they've got a good basketball team. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, they got to beat Boston. Yep. Which is the challenge. But if Embiid scored seventy, I'm pretty confident they're not going to lose that game. Yeah. I mean, he scores, he scores like that. Good luck, man. Yeah. He's, he's he's a freak. Oh, he's he's so good. How about today is Myron Cope's birthday? Myron Cope. Myron Cope. You know, I often think about that. That he. I sit in his chair. Some, you know, we get a chance to sit in his chair. Yep. I mean, the guy that invented the terrible towel, all the things he's done for this city, the personality. Um, I used to listen to him as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, catch catch the Steelers games, even though I was an Eagles fan. And I, I'd be honest, at first I was like, man, does this guy play football? Or like, <laughs> it was like Mike Quick did the Eagles game. It's like Mike Quick played football. And then I'm like, he's pretty funny. And then you hear the Hillgrove stories, and it's just like. Legend, the great Myron Cope. Yeah, happy birthday to the late, great Myron Cope. All right, Pitt basketball tonight. They take on Georgia Tech. Keep it going. They got to keep it going, right, Pat? I mean, you got you got to uh, use the fuel that you, you you gained against Duke and get this thing rolling in the right direction. You think they will? You think they got it? You I think, think they'll got in the right play direction? well and win tonight. Um, you know, Jeff Capel has shared with his team and, and it, that, you know, I think teams that have beaten Duke and Cameron a, a high percentage have lost the next game mm. just because of the emotional fall. That's part of the reason they went right to Atlanta is to, Hey, we're not coming home to celebrate. Mm-hmm. We're going right to Atlanta. And they had a quick turnaround. Uh, they got to be in the, in the, in the minority in terms of responding and getting another win. Cause they string this one together, go to Miami Saturday. They could be right back in the thick of the ACC mix, but Carolina looks like the team to beat Yeah, right now. Duke's right there. But you know, that middle, that middle tier, we're starting to hit, hit, put up or shut up time and, and tonight's a really important game thank you pat we'll Thanks. see you next week that's right man appreciate Talk it to you fan weather brought to you by sun chevy 2024 starts with a great incentives on the trailblazer blazer equinox and silverado sunchevy.com today high of 43 low of 30 cooking joe up next we'll see you tomorrow Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.